Vitamin B12 is an essential nutrient integral to the healthy functioning of the brain and nervous system. It is also involved in DNA synthesis and the formation of red blood cells. Because vitamin B12 is produced by bacteria in the large intestines of animals, plant-based foods are not a reliable source of vitamin B12, making people who follow a vegan diet a key at-risk group for deficiency. In today's podcast, I'll look at the roles of vitamin B12 and the main causes and consequences of deficiency. Vitamin B12, also called cobalamin, is a crucial B-group vitamin. The human body needs vitamin B12 to make red blood cells, DNA, and carry out other functions, such as nerve transmission. And for this, vitamin B12 doesn't act alone, as folate metabolism is tightly linked to the regeneration of the active form of vitamin B12 in the body. Vitamin B12 is important in red blood cell production and is a key reason why deficiency leads to anemia. Vitamin B12 also maintains the conductive sheath that surrounds and protects nerve fibers and promotes their normal growth. Bone cell activity and metabolism also depend on vitamin B12. Because vitamin B12 is required to convert folate to its active form, one of the most obvious vitamin B12 deficiency symptoms is the anemia from folate deficiency. This anemia is characterized by large, immature red blood cells, which indicate slow DNA synthesis. How we absorb vitamin B12 is a little complex, but it is relevant to know about as it explains some of the risk factors for deficiency. In the stomach, hydrochloric acid and the digestive enzyme pepsin release vitamin B12 from the proteins to which it is attached in foods. The stomach also secretes a molecule called intrinsic factor. As vitamin B12 passes into the small intestine, it binds with intrinsic factor. Bound together, intrinsic factor and vitamin B12 travel to the end of the small intestine, where receptors recognize the complex. There, the intrinsic factor is degraded and the vitamin is gradually absorbed into the bloodstream. So a special type of anemia called pernicious anemia is a disease that affects the lining of the stomach, with the dual consequences of a failure to produce intrinsic factor remember that's needed to absorb B12, and also reduce hydrochloric acid, resulting in vitamin B12 malabsorption. If pernicious anemia is left untreated, it causes vitamin B12 deficiency, leading to anemia and neurological disorders, even in the presence of adequate dietary intake of vitamin B12. Vitamin B12 deficiency can be caused by either inadequate absorption or a poor intake, or sometimes a combination of both. Inadequate absorption typically occurs for one of two reasons, either a lack of hydrochloric acid or a lack of intrinsic factor. Without hydrochloric acid, the vitamin is not released from the dietary proteins that bind it in food, and therefore it's not available for binding to intrinsic factor. And without intrinsic factor, 
the vitamin cannot be absorbed. So you need both of these factors together. Many people, especially those over the age of 50, develop atropic gastritis, which is a process of chronic inflammation of the lining of the stomach. Without healthy stomach cells, production of hydrochloric acid and intrinsic factor diminishes. So even with an adequate consumption of foods that contain lots of vitamin B12, you will still not absorb much of it. So the consequence of that is B12 deficiency. And surgical procedures in the gastrointestinal tract, such as weight loss surgery or surgery to remove all or part of the stomach, often result in a loss of cells that secrete hydrochloric acid and intrinsic factor. This reduces the amount of vitamin B12, particularly food-bound vitamin B12, that the body releases and absorbs. In otherwise healthy people, vitamin B12 deficiency can still be an issue. A prolonged inadequate intake of vitamin B12 can occur with a vegan diet because natural food sources of vitamin B12 are limited to pretty much just animal foods. People who stop eating animal-derived foods containing vitamin B12 may take several years though to develop deficiency symptoms because the body recycles much of its vitamin B12, reabsorbing it over and over again. And even when the body fails to absorb vitamin B12, deficiency may take up to three years to develop because the body conserves its supply. Yet, B12 deficiency is an issue, with some reports of up to half of all people following a vegan diet long-term classed as vitamin B12 deficient. So if you want to know more about this, there was a nice review paper on vitamin B12 and vegetarian diets published in the Medical Journal of Australia, which I'll link to in the show notes. Vitamin B12 protects the nervous system, and without it, permanent damage can result. Vitamin B12 deficiency can be slow to develop, causing symptoms to appear gradually and intensify over time. It can also come on relatively quickly though. Given the array of symptoms a vitamin B12 deficiency can cause, the condition can be overlooked or confused with something else. Vitamin B12 deficiency is characterized by anemia, fatigue, weakness, constipation, loss of appetite and weight loss. Neurological changes such as numbness and tingling in the hands and feet can also occur. Additional symptoms of vitamin B12 deficiency include difficulty maintaining balance, depression, confusion, dementia, poor memory and soreness of the mouth or tongue. Typically, vitamin B12 deficiency is treated with vitamin B12 injections, since this method bypasses potential barriers to absorption. However, high doses of oral vitamin B12 may also be effective. Where do you find vitamin B12 in foods? Well, vitamin B12 is unique among the vitamins in being found almost exclusively in foods derived from animals. So that includes fish, meat, poultry, eggs, milk, and milk products. B12 is generally not present in plant foods. 
Anyone who eats reasonable amounts of animal-based food is assured of an adequate intake. And vegetarians who consume milk products or eggs are also protected from deficiency. But people who follow a vegan diet need a reliable source, such as soy milk fortified with vitamin B12 or taking vitamin B12 supplements. With few exceptions, vitamin B12 detected in plant foods is likely to be the inactive analogue, which has no biological activity and can even interfere with the absorption of the active form of this vitamin. Spirulina, which is a biomass of cyanobacteria, is sometimes promoted as a good source of vitamin B12. But what you're not being told is that it is in the form mostly as inactive B12 analogues that may even have the ability to interfere with B12 absorption. Popular foods that have gained recent attention in vegetarian-based diets are fermented foods such as tempeh, kimchi, sauerkraut, and kombucha. Unfortunately, these fermented foods only contain trace amounts of vitamin B12, so are not a sustainable source of B12. And extensive research shows that the amounts of B12 claimed to be in these plant foods is inaccurate and misleading because the vitamin B12 is in an inactive and unavailable form. Mushrooms, though, do contain a small amount of active vitamin B12, but the quantity of mushrooms needed to supply adequate amounts of B12 is impractical to make these foods a useful source. So that's it for today's show. You can find the show notes either in the app you're listening to this podcast on if it supports it, or else head over to my webpage at thinkingnutrition.com.au and click on the podcast section to find this episode to read the show notes. If you find this podcast of value, then please consider sharing it with your friends and colleagues, or maybe even leave a review. This all helps increase the ranking and reach of the podcast, which means a big win for credible, evidence-based nutrition messages while helping to dilute up the crazy and making the world a slightly less confusing place. I'm Tim Crow, and you've been listening to Thinking Nutrition. Thinking Nutrition.